Hey, fellow explorers, welcome to episode 240 of the TVR Now podcast. We're the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks and theme parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, Shanghai Disneyland, Universal Studios Japan, eventually the Ghibli theme park, and maybe someday the Universal Beijing Park. We'll see. You can find us over on your your website, our website, tdrexplorer.com. I am not doing well today, but we're going to roll with it. It's the public's, <laughs> the public's like website that they can have the privilege of accessing. <laughs> you can find us all over social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, TikTok, all under TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, Chief Content Editor for TDR Explorer. And I am the one that is so happy that I can use my Canadian Disney Plus account in Japan finally. Yay! And joining, as always, is the wonderful Patricia. Hey, guys. It's me, Trish. <laughs> <laughs> I take photos. You can find me at Dream Sweets Love on Twitter and on Instagram. And I am the ones with tears in my eyes as I take down the Halloween decorations oh, no. off the Halloween tree. No. And my husband cackles in the background as he pulls out the Christmas decorations. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could still hold on to Halloween for a few more days if you wanted to go watch the 3D version of Nightmare Before Christmas at XPR. So. You know what? I'm watching, I've been watching, I finish it, What We Do in the Shadows on Disney <gasps> Plus because I can I now. Thank you, Disney Plus. Ugh. We're, so happy. We, def- we, we have to talk about that. We have, we, do. we have a lot of news to talk about. I love it. But before we do that, just want to remind you, wonderful explorers about our Patreon. If you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash now. And you can get some perks, like the the $2 level. You can access our episodes 24 hours before everybody else. So if you want to support us, make sure you head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about the news because we have a lot of news. And we're just going to do a big old roundup Let's go. of everything that is happening. Because, yeah, there, there's a lot. But let, let, let's start with Universal Studios Japan because Universal Studios Japan has been on fire not literally, but <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Well, the power did go out for a bit last, okay. last week, week or two can ago. We, can we talk about that? So it's on the, what was the roller, what's the roller coaster's name again? Like the Hollywood, Hollywood dream, right? Hollywood dream. Yeah. It's my dream to be evacuated from a roller coaster. I've never been. Okay. I, I say that I would not want to be on the flying dinosaur though, just because you're lying down. I, I, don't I would know how, still want to do it. But I don't know how, like, weren't the people on the Hollywood Dream there for about an hour or something? They were. I wouldn't mind. I'd be vibing on top of the roller coaster. <laughs> I wonder if they still play the music, like, in your headphones. I don't know. Well, through the speakers? Well, no, I don't think so because the power's oh, man. out. Oh, because the power's out. You can still people <laughs> watch from up there. Yeah. Uh, people were stranded on there for, I think it was about an hour, 40 minutes to an hour or something. And people were finally taken down. It was all over the news. There was helicopters, yeah. I guess, helicopter footage and stuff. On that ride, I wouldn't mind it, but not the not the flying dinosaur, just because there's a lot of parts where you're just kind of like facing downwards, and to be stuck like that, I don't think that would turn out very well for people. I think if you're facing down, like here's the thing, I feel like you would probably, like the gravity would probably like pull you the rest of the way, like wherever you would be kind of like settle that so you probably wouldn't be stuck like 
like in like an upside down or like a weird position. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure how roller coasters work in that sense. I guess me neither. I'm, I'm just I'm, making I'm stuff not, up, not, so don't listen no to idea. me. <laughs> yeah, don't take our, like we have no idea what we're talking about. I'm just using my imagination. <laughs> but probably the bigger news is Pokemon with University of Japan. Yeah, that. I figured Universal's were going to do something with Pokemon because Pokemon's a massive franchise. Uh-huh. I wasn't sure because Pokemon is a separate company from Nintendo, right? Oh, I didn't know that. It's the Pokemon company. Okay. So they're two different companies, but of course, like, it's with Nintendo, right? So I wasn't sure. I'm like, are they going to do something? Because Pokemon's massive on its own right. Like, we mm-hmm. have cafes everywhere and all this stuff. And they do collaborations with other theme parks and whatnot. So I thought, well, we'll probably see something. Like, maybe not a permanent thing so much. Like, not like a land, I don't think. Who knows? We might Not yet. I don't think they're going to say no to more money, though. So No. Well, people would go crazy. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Universal Studios Japan with like the biggest Nintendo franchises. Like we have Mario, wow. of course, right now with Donkey Kong coming right away. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about Donkey yeah. Kong? We didn't talk about it. We have to talk about that too. Yeah. So Pokemon, there's a collab. Like it's not a collaboration. They're partnering together, meaning they're bringing stuff to the park. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that they announced is that there's a new daytime parade that's going to have Pikachu and Pokemon in it, plus Mario. Which is very strange because Nintendo and Pokemon are very protective of their their characters. Uh-huh. So to have them in a parade with other non-Nintendo characters, like minions and stuff, like how much money was flying around for that to happen? I think it's fine. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, like I have no problem with it whatsoever. It's just, you know, Nintendo is very protective of its brand. Uh-huh. And very controlling. So it's just like it's a it's a surprise yeah. that they're that, that they're doing that. But Universal just announced that they're doing Cool Japan again next year with the <gasps> Monster Hunter VR walkthrough attraction. Oh, I missed that. Okay, what else are they doing? They're doing some Monster Hunter, the VR walkthrough. What else? That's all they've announced. I wonder if they're waiting to drop something with Pokemon because yeah. they could easily do something with Pokemon. They could even do like if they because you know they've done like Pokemon Go Fest. Uh huh. They could do something like, you know, they have a Pokemon Go Fest that's in Universal Studios Japan or something like that. Or something to do with Pokemon Go. Or even, this probably won't be happening anytime soon, but, you know, the the new Pikmin game that came out, the same Uh company that made Pokemon Go released Pikmin. Maybe there's something with Pikmin. What are are the dates for it? Uh, Starting in February. February. They're doing also the last season of Attack on Titan, so... I wonder if they'll do one last event before it's over. Yeah, they got to cash in on that. I still think University of Japan, very smart with partnering with all these different IPs. Like, so uh-huh. smart. Ugh, I, I'm excited for the Pokemon thing. I don't know what what else they're going to do with this, but I am excited. It's going to be so fun. It's very cute. So, And, of course, merchandise. There's going to be merchandise. There's going to be food. Mm-hmm. But we're kind of used to Pokemon food because we have the cafes. So, like, what are they going to do to up that? <laughs> I mean, or do they even need to? They don't. I don't think they need to because it's already cute. So, Universal Studios Japan is killing it right now. They I love are it. Killing it. Worth and every I penny. I'm so happy. I'm so happy yeah. for them. Like, 
The little parks that could. <laughs> I mean, well, they're investing so much into their parks, so they deserve to see a return on that, you know? Yeah, I think we talked about this before, where everything for Universal started to take a turn once they introduced the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, and mm-hmm. then they started doing Cool Japan, and then they add, then of course, Super Nintendo World. So they just keep adding more, more and more value to their single park. And yes, the park tickets have gone up. It's worth it. Like, to be honest... It's worth every penny. Yeah, like I do not like if I'm paying ninety four hundred yen, which is about ninety some dollars U.S. dollars or eighty something, whatever. You're getting a lot for the that thing single is, park. It's not just the IPs; it's like all across the board. So it's on like the their crew training is fantastic. Their entertainment and their atmosphere is amazing, and they really, really invest into it. So it's like everything. You get so much value for what you're paying for. They are not messing around. And I love it. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. So that's pretty much it for Universal. Well, for now. that's it. For now. <laughs> that's a lot. This is a lot. Yeah, we, we just don't know too much about the details with this stuff yet. And plus the Donkey Kong coming. Oh, yeah. Donkey- we, we still, we Duh. like kind of like briefly like touched on it, but. Yeah, 2024, Donkey the Donkey Kong area is opening. Wow. So there's going to be a coaster. There's going to be a restaurant. There's going to be a shop. Universal is going to be like, are they trying to make this a three-day park? Like, what are they doing? I mean, it's almost there. It's pretty much there already. Like, because like, we'll go more than like before COVID more than once a year, right? Yeah. And for us that already go, like it's already a two-day park. So for people mm-hmm. that have never been, it's absolutely a three-day park. Especially if you go during one of the event periods uh-huh. and you want to do it, everything. It's already there. Yeah. Right now, uh, Demon Slayer and Halloween Horror Nights is still going on. Like, that's all including your ticket. That's not extra. Super Mm -hmm. Nintendo World, that's not extra. Wizarding World of Harry Potter, plus all the other stuff that's still there, right? There's just a lot going on with that park, and it's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And tickets are easy to get. Yeah. They're also really flexible. Like, one of the great things that they do that we usually take advantage of if we're going, like, just for, like, like an event is to do the half-day like you go, yes. you check into your hotel, go the half day, and then the next day you spend the full day there. Yeah, I love the half day it's option. Great. Well, I guess Disney, oh, it wasn't really officially that, but they had like the the Twilight or the, um, what was it called? There was a Twilight after the after six passport, whatever. Yeah, it's super overpriced right now, though. Uh, well, we don't even have it right now. Yeah, that's true. But like that, I guess you could work it out that way, but it wasn't like an official like, one and a half day ticket. It starts later in the day, though. Yeah, I think like the after six is obviously after six. Yeah. And the Twilight one, I think, was uh, weekends and holidays, which was like, it's like three, from four, three or four, three, two or three, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, Universal Studios Japan, killing it. There's a there's a lot going on. And well, for both Universal and Tokyo Disney, their capacity can go up to ten thousand now. I don't know when they can do more. I don't. I don't know how that's working, but we're starting to get back to normal operations, I guess, in terms of capacity, slowly. But yeah, Tokyo Disney and Universal, they're up in their capacity. They can go up to 10,000. Universal's hours were always longer, for whatever reason. Tokyo Disney finally, as of uh, today, November 1st is when we're recording this, extended their hours from 9 to 9 for Disneyland. And I think finally. 9 to 9 at Disney Sea. And I yeah. Disneyland or like vice versa. One, one, one way or the other. One's opening later than the other. 
So finally, we got some long hours because before it was just 10 to 7. Yeah, they were dragging their feet on that. They're like, we do not want to pay for the staff for those hours. So they're like, no way. And 10 to 7, like nine, 9 hours in the theme park is not long. No, it's super short. Not to mention that the attractions were not open all day. I don't even know. If they. So do you know the attraction hours now? Like, are they open when park opens or No, what? they're still kind of staggered. Ugh. And the restaurants have weird hours. Some restaurants are only open three hours or something like that. It's like yeah, really bizarre. Yeah, somewhere like one to four. Like, yeah, it was just kind of a mess in terms of just trying to plan anything. Like people would ask me, I'm like, you have to check the app because I don't like they keep changing everything. It's just like, I don't know anymore. We're going on the third and like, I have to check all the hours because I have no idea when what opens. You know what I mean? It's usually stuff that's in the back of the park is opening later. Stuff at the front is opening kind of when the park opens. Like the shops? <laughs> yeah. Some of the restaurants and stuff too. Uh-huh. But probably the biggest thing is Electrical Parade Dreamlights is back. Yay. I'm so excited about that. It's been a long year and a half without it. <laughs> Even though it's modified for now. That's fine. I mean, that's just to the be fact expected. that it's back. Yeah. Just the fact that it's back is good. Yeah. Still nothing about annual passes. Honestly, I don't think it's going to be until next fiscal, which is in April. I think it's fine. There's not really a need for it right now. So, because yeah, the capacity is capped right now and the tickets are sold out every day anyway. Mm -hmm. Why would they, why would they make things even more complicated? Yeah. No, like you don't need like people like, oh, I have an annual pass, but I can't get a ticket, blah, blah, blah. It makes no sense. Not until they can have the capacity not capped at anything Uh that we're going to see that. So, my gut tells me not until next fiscal. Because that kind of leads into the Toy Story Hotel that's opening April 5th, 2022. So initially it was supposed to open this year. And the longer we went, like, well, it's closing in on November. We still don't have an opening date. And looking at it, I'm like, oof, this does not look ready. It, with, the, with the capacity, there's no way. Because the hotels in our area are already suffering. Yeah. There's no way. You know, they had to wait until they can boost the capacity. Yeah. So April 5th. And again, I'm pretty sure it has a lot to do with yeah, capacity and also fiscal. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, the fiscal year starts on April 1st. Uh, it's going to have a restaurant. It's going to have 500 some rooms. We don't have any pricing yet, but it, it's a moderate hotel. Not sure if it, I don't think it's character dying. It didn't say it just said it's a buffet for dinner. It's a buffet for breakfast and dinner. So it sounds like they're not going to do a lunch. Mm, which I, I, I guess I guess makes sense. People don't really stick around those hotels for lunch. If you're going to do a lunch buffet, you're going to go to the fancier ones at the deluxe hotels. Did it say what kind of dinner it is? No, it just says dinner. Because usually like those like more moderate or like value hotels, the buffet, the dinner buffet that they have is like a late night buffet, like a discounted buffet. Oh, no, I didn't like say. Like something like I- that. So, you know, like, for example, Celebration Hotel, they have like the breakfast thing. Yeah. It's like something like that, like a little, like a really, like a very casual, like not like the Disney, Disney hotels. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's probably going to be, I'm hoping better than the Celebration because the Celebration I hope so too. Yeah. I hope so too. Not worth it, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't consider the Celebration restaurant a restaurant, but. No, it's just like, just a place to get food. Uh huh. (laughs) Hopefully it's better than that. I, I hope so, too. I'm not expecting, like, Sherwood Garden or Oceano level. Definitely not. Yeah. It's Toy Story. Toy Story is not meant to be fancy, so. 
We'll see. I'm curious, though. Yeah, I'm curious what they're going to do with it. The restaurant, at least. Yeah. And yeah, the, there's going to be a shop and there's a courtyard and everything. And I mean, it's good to have another option. So we'll look forward to that. What else is over? There's a lot of, a lot of stuff opening. <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's. Is McDonald's news, Chris? It is to me because remember, I've been saying for years on this podcast that Xperia needs a McDonald's because who wants to go and have TGI Fridays at nine o'clock at night? You just want something quick. I don't know about McDonald's, Chris. It's universal. Everybody knows it. The kids are excited, it. though. The teens are really excited. See? The teens, See? The teens already have two Caesareas. At this point, they'll be adding a second McDonald's any day now. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Again, more choices, good. Like I don't like the food court in Xperia. I don't think it's very good. I bet there's McDonald's everywhere. Like, at least a Yeah, but not in my home. Teens like too. I, f- first kitchen. First kitchen <laughs> is abbreviated to fucking. Fa- Kids also like that chain restaurant. You know what I mean? Well, I guess because it's a Wendy's now, technically. Oh, uh, is it more expensive now? Is that why the teens don't? Maybe. They don't want it at <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, it's uh, it's partnered with Wendy's now. I see. It's a little more expensive. Like there's a, a Wendy's in First Kitchen at um, Uyasu Station. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, north, uh-huh. <laughs> north of Maihama. Yeah. So yeah, it's good. Another option. It's kind of sad that it took out the the ticket center, but <laughs> I feel like they could have used that space in a much better way. But yeah, McDonald's. It's a oh my god, that's a weird. It's a weird big space. Thing. They can afford yeah. the thing is that McDonald's can afford the rent, and they have they can have a really high turn turnover to keep paying the rent. So they probably yeah. won't close down. So they'll probably stick around. Yeah, they, like these bigger chains, like McDonald's, like if you know anything about McDonald's, like they're in the real estate business. They can afford it. They can afford to be in there and pay the high rent and people, yeah, people are just going to go, especially once tourism opens up. A lot of people aren't very familiar with the, the, some of the restaurants that are in Xperi. Like, oh, it's McDonald's. We know that. Let's go there. It's weird that our station is getting better restaurant openings than Xperi, which is at Disney. I think that's crazy. What's opening at Shin Ureyasu? We're getting eggs and things. Oh, right. You talked about that. That's pretty big. Like, why isn't that at XPR? That's something that should be at a tourist place. Yeah, exactly. It's like, eggs it's not. Things. Uh, bills? Is that a, oh, we don't have bills. Bills is at Odaiba. Yeah. like I like bills, though. Like, I'd rather have breakfast there, to be honest. Oh, you I know? would, too. 100%. I would rather go to bills. Like, the breakfast is good and eggs and right? things is good. Maybe they will in the future. Who knows? I think it's just really aimed at teenagers right now. Yeah. Like, think of, like, the Purikura area, the place across from that chubby airlines, two Caesarias, two Starbucks. For now, one McDonald's. Maybe two will come. I'm surprised that Krispy Kreme hasn't changed over to a Mr. Donuts because it's cheaper. You know what I mean? Mm. Maybe maybe we're predicting the future right now. <laughs> Who knows? At least we still have the Rainforest Cafe. That's what? Chris, No. <laughs> Banish it. <laughs> I've never actually eaten there. I would there. not be sad to see it go. And that's a I've huge never space. Eaten there. Yeah, don't don't start. It's not worth it. <laughs> what could they put there? I don't know. You could put like multiple things there. It's a huge space. Well, it's like it's like two stories. Yeah. Right? Like it's a two-story restaurant. It's weird. Replace it. I mean, it's been there forever though. I don't see it going anywhere. No, if it's survived this long. Uh what else is opening? Oh, the the walk of doom, the walk of shame wait what's, what's opening in the walk of doom <laughs> no at the cursed corridor 
No, 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 no. I'm talking about Tokyo Station. The oh, walk. why is it the Walk of Doom? Because it's so long. Because it's leaving. really not part of Tokyo Station. Like they, I know. the only reason they say it's part of Tokyo Station is connected, but like it's not. It's basically Yuraksho. Yeah, you have it's to so walk pretty freaking far. <laughs> well, it's still in the JR ticket. It's gates. in. It's in there. It's in the gates, so it counts. Yeah. Well, anyway, did the new Disney Fantasy Shop by Belle Maison opened? Yeah. Belle Maison is um, mostly an online shop that has overpriced disney it's not super overpriced though i paid 80 dollars for my my curtains yeah but how much would you pay somewhere else much less than that really i've got my ikea ones that were much cheaper i think they were like 40 okay 40 or 50 i don't know but and like these were like my chippendale ones are not even full curtains they're like the half curtains oh oh no (laughs) (laughs) like i got the cheapest ones oh no they're not cheap but yeah, Belle Maison is mostly like online. Yeah. But they've been like, they sometimes do pop-up shops. They do some cute stuff. Yeah. They have some really nice like home goods stuff, like clothing, like in, like indoor wear, housing stuff and whatnot. So it's on the walkway to the KO line, like just before you get to the S-squares to go down to the train mm-hmm. platform. Just opened like this last week. And hopefully it sticks around because, you know, again, more options. I think it'll stick around because what was there before was a bread shop. It was a really good bread shop. I liked it. Yeah, it was a bread shop. But I feel like Belle Maison, you'll get that tourist cash. Like they're leaving. They want to do more shopping or they're coming and they want to buy. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, yeah. I, think that's exact, <laughs> but, I think that's exactly what they're thinking. Um, they even have a little bit of Belle, like some of the Belle Maison merchandise in the new days. That is just at the start of the KO Street. You know, when you're walking yeah. by, the, by the Shinkansen ticket gates yeah there's a new days they have like a little corner that has like bell maison disney fantasy shop stuff yeah i mean it's fine i think it's it's a good addition like for the tourists so it's better than a bread shop because i mean i feel like more people will hit that store bread shops are plenty a plenty a plenty exactly (laughs) and next to it you have the pharmacy which tourists also hit up so i think it's a really good combination it just makes sense yeah well, cause, yeah, there's a right beside the the new days is a is a Uniqlo, and they whenever they have Disney T-shirts or whatever, they're always like front and center. Mm-hmm. So it's just like that whole corridor is just like if there's Disney merchandise for those stores, they'll have it for sure. So yeah, it makes sense. Speaking of Disney merchandise, Shinjuku is opening Japan's biggest Disney store December next month. Yay! <laughs> they're closing Disney stores left and right around the world. But Japan, we're key, we keep building them. We keep opening them. <laughs> <laughs> so this one is going right across from the Bic camera slash Uniglo called Bikuro mm-hmm. building. It's a big white box building right across from there near like the Kabuki Cho, which is the red light district. It's in the heart of Shinjuku. I guess it makes sense because there, there, well, there is a Disney store in one of the malls by the station, but it's tiny. No, it's like a big tourist area. So I think they're looking forward to when the country opens up. I wonder if the the, the, the Disney store that's in the mall near the station, uh, I can't remember what the mall's called, is going to close. Because it's a small little shop. Like, it, it's a Disney store, but it's small. It's a small. specialized it's on, like, one, isn't it? No. No? It's just, a, it's just a small, it's almost like a satellite shop in a way. Mm-hmm. It's like on the eighth floor. It's it's in the mall where Tokyo Hands is. 
Yeah, maybe right, they're close Right in. by the station. It's kind of a pain to get to. It's on the eighth floor. It's pretty small. It doesn't have a big selection. I wouldn't be surprised if it closed. Yeah, I can see that. Because they And they used to sell Disney tickets there, like park tickets. They stopped that like in 2016 or something. Yeah. <laughs> Disney Plus? Disney Plus. You know, I, I'm going to call it, this is like Disney Plus is actually launched now in Japan. Yes. Like properly. Properly launched. To be honest, I actively accessed it. Like the only reason I accessed it before was like for the Marvel TV shows. And like other than that, I didn't use it at all. Yeah, I was kind of the same. Well, I couldn't use mine without a lot of hassle. So really quickly how it worked was, okay, so Disney Plus is in every other country, right? Like US, Canada, Australia, the UK, Europe, whatever. It did like Disney Plus did launch here in Japan, but it was basically a reskinning of Disney Deluxe, which was the yeah, streaming service in Japan. Like, not great. Yeah, so they basically just reskinned it, meaning because it's owned by it was owned by Docomo, I think. Uh huh. I think you're right. When Disney Plus launched here, like it was branded as Disney Plus, but it was still basically Disney Deluxe. Like and we you had got to sign up some for us. things. Like we got the Marvel shows, which is new, and the yeah. Star Wars stuff. You got all the original programming that, right, was, that, that Disney was, Plus so you did put get out. That. Yeah. But the problem with it was you had to have a Japanese Disney Plus account, which you signed up through like Docomo, which was a pain uh, in the butt to I do. Know that. I don't know like how we got it. So you could not use like if you had a Disney Plus account in the US or Canada or any other country, uh-huh. you could not use Disney Plus in Japan without a VPN. Yeah, we didn't have we had the Japanese one. And because Disney Plus here was you know, just a wreath skinning. There was a Japanese version of the Disney Plus app. Mm-hmm. So you had to have a Japanese account to log into it. Your other, like if you had a Canadian one, like I did, I couldn't log into it. It just wouldn't work. Oh, that's terrible. So I had to like use a VPN on my computer to make it like to actually access Disney Plus, uh-huh. which was a pain in the butt to do. It was just like, it was just so much hassle. I'm like, it's not worth it. Like it's not worth the hassle. But now all that is gone. Yay. It all just works. It works like Netflix now, which is how it should have been in the beginning. So if you have a Disney Plus account, doesn't matter where it is from in the world. If you're in Japan, you log in with it, you can access Disney Plus in Japan and get the like get some of the exclusive content that's only in Japan. Like there's some animes and stuff on there. So it it it, it works like Netflix now, where it, everything's just region specific, like what content that pops up. Mm-hmm. So none of this confusing BS. <laughs> with it so which is really good i'm happy with it because we have star yeah which is nice so it's like that's basically hulu isn't it i'm like not hulu sure in the US. oh so do we get like the dc co- so no we wouldn't so. right no, i don't because, think like, so that would be like like competing with disney <laughs> yeah Marvel I don't think stuff. Do that. but hulu has all the dc stuff doesn't it i'm sure there's stuff that we don't get yeah yeah I, i'm not i'm all that stuff gets way too complicated. I'm not sure. I know. It's such a pain. Because, yeah, like even in Canada, there's things that show up on Disney Plus in Canada that don't in the US and, and, and things like that. Yeah. But I've been watching The Only Murder in the Building. I want to watch that. So I've been watching that and star programming because I've gone through all the Disney Plus content, right? Like I've watched the Marvel stuff. I've watched well i haven't watched all the star wars stuff yet but you know all the original programming for disney plus i've kind of gone through it all so like they need stuff to keep me there i think the star stuff will do it like i find myself 
going into Disney Plus now instead of just automatically going to Netflix, which is, I guess, what they want. I still <laughs> right? check Netflix more, though, because they have a lot more stuff. I'm going to watch the show that you recommended, and I'm going to watch mm-hmm. Alien. I think it's also on Netflix, though. So, like, the anime is the same as Netflix for the most part. So I'm still probably going to stick mostly to Netflix. But, like, for the TV shows, like, what we do in the shadows, for sure. Like, if they add more stuff like that, I'll use it more. Yeah, because there's just, like, some of the more niche content, I guess, doesn't necessarily get to Netflix all the time. Because, like, these other streaming services get the rights to them. Uh-huh. So it's not on Netflix. And it's, like, kind of a pain to figure out, like, hey, where can I stream this from? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? I know. But, yeah, that's a whole other thing. But I'm excited. I'm excited for this. Yeah. I actually use Disney+. Plus. I'm pretty excited about that. My son uses it a lot, so it's not like we're not like paying it and not using it, because he's for sure mm. using it. But like, for once, I can use it. I'm pretty happy about that. So I guess well, we kind of gone over, but that's okay. A um, couple news things from the parks in Hong Kong and China. Hong Kong is increasing its park ticket prices, which, is that surprising? No. <laughs> All parks are doing it. That's, I guess, the biggest thing out of Hong Kong. Shanghai Disneyland closed again. Did you see that? I saw that. They're closed today, so November 1st, and then they're going to be closed tomorrow. And then they're supposed to be opening again on the 3rd because I guess a guest tested positive because they test you before going into the park Mm -hmm. or the resort area or something. And someone tested positive and they're like, hey, shut it down. Test everybody. Yeah. Everyone that was at the park that day had to get tested to to leave. Yeah, it makes sense. Which, would that fly in other countries? (laughs) Japan would never do it. Japan just doesn't test. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> in the U.S., oof, no. Ooh, I mean, it's fly. a good, it's a good thing though. Like, if the test is easy to get, that's yeah. great. It's great. Yeah, that so they did that. we'll see what happens in a few days. Uh, so yeah, that's <laughs> that's it for news. You know, <laughs> There's a lot going on. <laughs> There's a lot of news. There's a lot of news. Yeah, so this is just a nice roundup of everything that's going on, which I think is really cool. Yay. There's a lot to look forward to when the country reopens for tourism, whenever that's going to be. We don't know when that's going to be. <laughs> Bet you anything, once this podcast is recorded, they're going to announce it. something. <laughs> like, if that's what always happens. So Seriously. I mean, golden, good. Knock on wood. Let's see that happen. If if it takes us to do that, to like <laughs> put that out into the universe, it then great. <laughs> yeah, great. Two times in a row now, I've recorded a video. Like uh-huh. my last video on YouTube I did, I was talking about the Toy Story Hotel. And this was the day that they announced everything. But I recorded uh, everything a few hours prior to that. Yeah. And I said, I bet you anything once I finish recording this, they're going to announce something. <laughs> they bloody did. Like an hour or two after I finished recording, I'm like, are you serious? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. It it's is fun. what it is. Yeah. That's, how, that's how it works. But I just thought it was hilarious. That they did what I thought. Before we go, we're going to thank some wonderful, wonderful explorers who are supporting us on the show over at patreon.com slash TDR now. So a big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Adam, Amanda C, Amy B, Amy C, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Brent M, Carrie, Chris B, Claire, Claudia, Dave, David, Baker, Kevin, Shani B, and Harry. And thank you to Jamie, Jose, 
Kathy, Lee, Murray H, Michelle, Murray, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie, Amy and Andy, Eli, Dana, Cassandra, Annie, and Rhea. Remember to rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcasts from. Make sure you hit that follow button as well if you're listening to us on Spotify so you don't miss any of our new episodes. And you can reach us all over social media at tdrexplorer.com. Yeah, we're all over social media. Again, my name is Chris, a.k.a. TDR Explorer, and I am the one that, um, you know what, I'll probably probably be at that McDonald's the first day it opens at XPR, even though no. it's just the McDonald's. Why? I'm going to be there. Why? I have, I have an attachment to it because I worked there for so long, so it's like a nostalgia thing. Don't I mean, you have like, a McDonald's by your house? I got two. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I do not need to go, but I'm going to go anyway. I don't know. When I was working at McDonald's, I I worked at three new ones. Like the uh-huh. day they opened, I worked at them. So I have like this thing where it's like, I like to see them when they open. Uh-huh. So it's like a personal thing for me. It's okay. not because I love McDonald's that much. I need to be there and eat the fries. No, it's just more, <laughs> it's just a personal thing. It's just, I don't know. It's just the thing I do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so don't drag me. <laughs> and joining me as always and dragging me through the mud is Patricia. I am not going to be at McDonald's on the opening day. Although the teen probably will be there buying his potatoes because Japanese teens love their french fries. So you guys keep exploring. Keep exploring McDonald's <laughs> and the Disney parks. And we'll see you next time. All right, Explorers, until next time. 